Welcome to Brookstone School's Be The One podcast, where we will share highlights, insights, stories, and celebrations, and all the things that make Brookstone School the special place that it is. You'll get to hear from teachers, students, and coaches throughout the year as we focus on the things that set Brookstone apart. Today, we're talking to Dottie and Robbie Davis, Brookstone Theater Arts teachers and directors, and Paul Hampton, the Director of Fine Arts, about their recent trip to Edinburgh, Scotland, as part of the Festival Fringe. We will also hear from sophomore Charles McPherson and senior Trinity Bledsoe, who were part of the ensemble cast of How to Eat Like a Child. But before we get to our guests, I want to point out that one of the many things Brookstone does well is to offer our students endless opportunities to travel and to participate in unique experiences. This trip is the perfect example of that. In fact, Brookstone was one of only 28 schools from across the United States invited to participate in the Festival Fringe. What an incredible honor for our students. I also want to acknowledge that the audio isn't as great as I would like for it to be in some of these interviews, but since this is only our second episode, we're learning as we go. Thank you for listening anyway. So without further ado, let's hear more about Brookstone Theater Arts and the Festival Fringe. So we want to talk to you today about your trip to Edinburgh, of your involvement in the Fringe, of how we as a school became involved in this festival. So share with me some of that history. Well, um, I... I first took a group of high school students to uh, to Edinburgh to uh, perform at the Fringe in 2004. We were, at that time, you had to be nominated, I think, by college faculty. And so um, uh, a college professor nominated our program. I think he had judged us in some competitions and things like that. And he was aware of our, you know, of our record. And uh, we were invited to go. And uh, we took a, you know, we took a big group and a big musical. And then the second time that I went um, was in 2010. And uh, that time we took a really small group. We took a straight play. And anyway, because I had alumni status, uh, I guess you would call it, uh, with the American High School Theater Festival, which is the, the program that creates the infrastructure for high school groups to go and perform at the Fringe. I contacted them and told them that uh, I was interested in, in having our, uh, our new school, Brookstone, evaluated, our theater program evaluated, and uh, considered for an invitation to the Fringe. And we got it. And we got it, yeah. <laughs> there you go. As simple as that. Umpteen years ago, it, there was the Edinburgh International Festival, which still goes on, and it's the uh, it's the festival that's more highbrow. It features, you know, classical programs and usually really big name stars doing more traditional classical stuff or whatever that existed. And then, what was it, seventy five years ago? Yeah, seventy five years ago, which would have put it just after the war, I guess. A group of fringe performers wanted to sort of, you know, make a statement uh, about, uh, you know, the more fringe elements of the performing arts and more common man elements, I guess you'd say. And they uh, instituted the Festival Fringe. 
and of course it has grown uh, immensely. Uh, I mean, now at Edinburgh Festival Fringe, which is now the largest performing arts and cultural uh, festival in the whole world, uh, you've got what, there's like 4,000 shows going on, something like close to that. And I don't know how many venues, hundreds and hundreds of various venues. Every spot in Edinburgh is turned into a, a theater in some way, even, of course, the streets and things like that. And, and that's basically the gist of it. It all coincides with other festivals, the, the book festival, the uh, jazz festival, and just the list goes on and on and on that all take place in August in Edinburgh. Uh, and they, they call it festival season, the largest of them being Fringe Festival or the Festival Fringe, as they call it. So it, it's not a competition. It's just purely no, no. It's celebrating. just yeah. celebrating arts, all the different kinds of right. arts that you can see. We this time particularly took a show that was aimed at families, what they call a family show. We would call it a children's show aimed at children. And it was the first time he had ever taken something like that. I have helped him with all the other previous shows, but have never actually gone to the festival. So this was the first time I was able to go to the festival with kids. And it was quite the experience. And, and having a family show kind of gives you a, um, a group of uh, an audience that you can expect to be there. And so they had a chance to perform four times on stage and two times they did a street show, literally in the parks on stages. One stage was actually sponsored or both stages, I guess, were sponsored by TikTok. So their stage show was actually broadcast live on TikTok. And so they had a blast doing that too. But it's it's really nice. It's an odd collection of a variety of shows, serious, funny, whatever you're looking for. The Fringe offers just thousands of shows for you to choose from. The Fringe has been the the starting point for lots and lots and lots of famous performers, particularly comedians, because comedy, stand-up comedy and sketch comedy and improv comedy and that kind of stuff figures very heavily. There's there's lots and lots and lots of that. That's probably the you know the thickest part of the uh, of the fringe catalog right now. And then uh, next is uh, is theater, but there's also there's there's dance and of course there's children's shows. There's uh, Drama, comedy, uh, all sorts of you know different types of uh, of performances that take place. Uh, but a lot of big names have come at it. A lot of big name shows have come out of the fringe. I was just reading the other day uh, a piece about famous people who got their start at the fringe, and even Robin Williams, for instance, performed at the fringe before you know he became famous. And and of course, lots and lots and lots of British stars. Shows like uh, Six, the Broadway musical, the West End musical Six, which is is playing right now. It first appeared at uh, at the Fringe, and a lot of other shows, you know, things like that. So be, that's how they begin. You know, that's a pretty spectacular thing to be part of that that sort of thing that's going on. So tell me about the preparation that you guys took our students through to prepare to perform. Well, I guess we started in a, April. We rehearsed through the summer and and through COVID, yeah, and through vacations, yeah, that's right. And through all um, kinds of juggling stuff. all those all those crazy schedules like that, and we did to two two public performances in July. You know, local performances here for family and friends and for anybody. We had some, you know, some pretty big houses. That was kind of nice uh, to prepare us for that. But uh, we uh, we took our stage here at Brookstone and we 
taped off a performance area that was, you know, uh, roughly the size of the performance space that we would have uh, in Edinburgh. We performed in Edinburgh at um, Central Hall, which is a, a rather famous venue, particularly for family shows. It's um, it's inside a Methodist church. It's a big, big Methodist church. All the churches in Edinburgh become performance venues. We knew that we would be in there, uh, you know, what space we'd be in and what size it was. So we, you know, we arranged that on the floor for the kids and we... Uh, uh, Practiced within those... Yeah parameters yeah, you know, and we knew we couldn't take anything with us other than costumes so um, they knew what they had there on location right. and so we practiced with exactly what we knew we would have when we got there and so the transition from the states to Edinburgh was not near as difficult as I thought it would be. We picked a show, How to Eat Like a Child and other lessons on not being a grown-up and it was a great ensemble show. We packed it. up our hand props and our costumes. Our costumes were simply T-shirts, yeah. but we had uh, lots of hand props that we needed to pack up. Projection technology has become uh, real important because it's very easy to travel, obviously, with, you know, that stuff. Just you got to have just your, your laptop or whatever. So projection technology, we we knew we would have access to that and we depended upon that. And That was it. And so you get that hour and a half, one tech rehearsal. And from that point on, it's 15 minutes in, do the show, 15 minutes out. And we had great success with that. Yeah. Our kids were really good at that. So what, what was a highlight from the time there? They sold out their last two shows. So that was my highlight. Seeing that, that place, that area that we had packed, and, and luckily with families, because other high schools will come and see your show as well. They want to see what you're doing because there's only 28 schools from America that participate and so there were two schools from georgia we made sure we went and saw uh the other georgia school we saw a new jersey production so we tried to see other high school productions so you know some of your seats are going to fill with high schoolers but our last two shows we had local people who had come with their children sitting on the first couple of rows and that's the perfect audience for this show and so that to me was the highlight i think watching them get the chance to perform and know they had sold out those shows. Yeah. What was your highlight? Oh, I, I, too many to name. I mean, there was, you know, there's just spectacular things that you do the whole time you're there, uh, things that you do and things that you see, places that you visit. There, we you climbed know, to the top of uh, Arthur's seat. It was nice to go climbing. Uh, yeah, Arthur's seat is a big, uh, is a is a famous landmark in Edinburgh. It was a beautiful day. The kids were thrilled. All the kids went up there. Went I thought I was going to die. But the kids had a great time. The tattoo, the uh, Royal Edinburgh military tattoo is a big highlight. It's a, I mean, kids have never seen anything like it to see, you know, what, 300 and something bagpipers all, you know, marching and in, in playing in unison and to see the military units doing their, uh, uh, their drills and things like that. That's pretty spectacular. And, and we started three days in London before we ever, we ever went to Edinburgh. So we saw things in London that were just as, Phenomenal. Our kids got to work with actors from the Globe, known for Shakespeare, and they worked with actors there on workshops and, and met other schools at the time that were also traveling to Edinburgh. So we had lots of opportunities 
to to do a lot of sightseeing and show seeing and it was just a great opportunity for the kids and for a couple of the parents that went with us sure so what do we have to look forward to in the theater this fall well we've got our know. middle school musical that starts us off at the beginning of the year we're doing the aristocats auditions are going on right now and then we have our competition one act Peter and the Star Catcher, which will be uh, cast by this next week, I guess, and we'll be working on that. So we have two shows simultaneously. Yeah, we got a busy year, busy, busy year. So you know, um, he makes it sound so good. easy. Oh, it's just a busy year. Yeah. It's going to be really busy. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be busy. I want to thank y'all for what you do. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. It was. It's our pleasure. We love doing it. Okay, I'm so excited to be here with Mr. Paul Hampton, who is the director of our fine arts here at Brookstone School. So, Paul, you got to go with the group to Scotland. Tell me about that experience. It was one of the most incredible experiences, being able to share this beautiful city with our students and some of our parents, and, and then being able to enjoy each other and the, and the sights and sounds of Edinburgh was just unbelievable. What was one of your favorite things about watching our students perform or, or enjoy this experience through their eyes? Well, um, I particularly remember the last performance. We literally sold out, which is an unusual thing in Edinburgh. There are so many shows going on. Um, we had all of our tickets that were available to the locals were all sold out. So it was a full house for those kids. And to watch them grow as performers and as just citizens of the world was just unbelievable. The glow on their face when they were taking their bows, realizing what they had accomplished, was made all the work worth it. But tell me a little bit more about being a part of the day-to-day of the festival. Sure. Well, you know, because we knew we were going to be in, in Edinburgh, we actually went early and went to London and took the kids to London for a few days, and we've got to see a couple shows on the West End, and they waited afterwards to see the actors and took lots of pictures with them. When we got to Edinburgh, we were lucky enough to have a few uh, sightseeing things as a part of their program, but each day we would either go see a play or we would perform our play. Each day we would have something to do, whether it was a tour or we would go climb, literally climb a mountain. Um, we would go see other shows, go to museums. Um, an incredible experience for the students, once in a lifetime. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like it was just a once in a lifetime opportunity. Tell me what we have to look forward to in the fine arts here this fall. Um, well, right now we are working on the uh, Aristocats, which is our middle school show. Uh, it's an older Disney show. Um, Kids may have seen it, may not, but they're going to love the music. They're going to really enjoy that process. Uh, our one-act play is Peter and the Starcatcher. It is a, um, a prequel to Peter Pan. So we find out who those characters are and, and how they became Captain Hook and Peter Pan and, uh, and Wendy. So we'll see that. It'll be a, a great show. We've got one more big thing. Uh, last year, our Spring Arts Festival was a huge success. Uh, we had a lot of support from our faculty, our administration, and our parents, and we've already started working on that. Uh, still having three days of art, music, uh, a big party, a big, we're going to have a big picnic again with rock music out there and let all of our kids go out there and dance and just enjoy each other and have fun. 
uh, being a family together. So it's one of the great things that makes Brookstone what it is. It, it truly was one of the highlights of the spring. It was the most fun week here on campus, and I can't wait to see what y'all do this year. So thank you so much for visiting with us. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm so excited to be here with Charles McPherson, and um, he is going to tell us a little bit more about how to eat like a child. Tell me about the trip to Scotland and what was the most exciting thing about being a part of this whole journey. Well, the Fringe Festival is one of the biggest festivals in the world. It's the biggest theater festival in the world. And the fact that we got to go there and perform is just an insane honor. Don't think I'll probably ever get another experience like this. They want to do it again in two years or so, but that's that might not happen. So it's a once in a lifetime opportunity that's a really cool thing to experience. Yeah. How did you guys prepare for this trip? We rehearsed a lot. Our rehearsal had been geared around working in a different space, working in a different theater, because the theater that we performed in was maybe half the size of our actual stage. So we had a little tape box that we would practice performing in so we knew what the space was going to be like. But even still, it was still surprised us whenever we got on stage. So am I correct that you got to perform in the street? Yeah, we had we had two street performances. Uh, one was in an, was kind of in an actual street. The other one was in a park that we paraded around there for an, about an hour beforehand with posters and flyers, giving them out to everybody. So we had a good crowd there. And that, that one, one of those was streamed live on TikTok. Uh, TikTok sponsored the Fringe this year, so yeah. So what do you like about being a part of the Brookstone Theater? Uh, well, our directors, Ms., Mr. and Mrs. Davis, are some of the most experienced directors in, um, in the state of Georgia. And I think that's one of the luckiest parts we have about this uh, theater program is the fact that we have such good and experienced directors that we've, they've done so many shows over the years that they've encountered so many different things that they're prepared for a lot. So what are you looking forward to about this year? I mean, the same thing, being able to work with the directors again, doing different shows, being older so I can get cast in separate roles, that kind of thing, uh, being able to experience more of the theater program. What do you think you have learned from these experiences? Uh, confidence and uh, well, public speaking skills specifically, but mostly um, being able to be confident and being able to do something on the fly, be enthusiastic, find a voice, um, being comfortable in my own skin and be able to make stuff up on the spot as well. If you were trying to get some of your peers or maybe people who were wanting to be involved but were nervous, what, what would you say to them? I would repeat myself and mention that the directors are amazing. There is nothing that I don't think they couldn't find a role for somebody. No matter who they were, they could find a role for you. So that's probably what I would say to them. Well, Charles, I appreciate you being here today, and we look forward to seeing you on stage this fall. Thank you. I am so excited to be here with Trinity Bledsoe. Trinity, tell me all about Scotland. I think my favorite part about Scotland was just being there and being like surrounded by people like theater people just like me and performing and I think the atmosphere just it's a lot better when people appreciate the art form and I love that Brookstone does that as well like our theater arts program is amazing doing that but just being around a bunch of theater kids was especially like great. Tell me about the production How to Eat Like a Child. So How to Eat Like a Child is basically just a family show and we all play ourselves but it's just just a bunch of lessons on how to be a child and just how to enjoy the little things you missed when you were a child like eating stuff off the floor eating animal crackers like 
trying not to go to bed early. It took a lot of preparation and it took a lot of trial and error because you have to make certain choices when you're acting. And I think some of us, we kind of forgot what it was like to be a kid. And so that was a bit challenging, but I think we did at least four months of rehearsal. So that was that was a big thing. Um, and then once we got to the performances, it was amazing. Like our last show was sold out. So that was so gratifying and fulfilling just to know that all the work we put in was, wasn't for nothing. I mean, it obviously wouldn't have been for nothing anyway, but just to have a sold out show was was amazing. So I know that you had at least one, if not two, outdoor performances. How different is that performing outdoors versus inside a theater? So with the street shows, there there are a lot of quote-unquote distractions just because there are people walking around, cars honking, all of that stuff. So sound was a bit of an issue, but it was really fun seeing people just stop and watch just out of their busy lives because then you know people are actually paying attention to you. So that was really fun. So you're a senior this year. What are you excited about the theater arts this year, your last year here? What are you looking forward to? I'm just really excited to leave a legacy. Like this year's theme is all about leaving your legacy. And I have so many things that I want to do. Me and Ava, the deputy fine arts prefect, there's so many things we would like to do with the theater program. And I think that's the most exciting thing that I have is just leaving a legacy and trying to build up the theater program so that when I do leave, it won't be that big of a loss. That's my biggest goal is to not have anything change. It's a really profound statement to leave your legacy. So you will be moving on from Brookstone next year, which is just not fun for us to think about. Um, So do you have any idea of where you are looking or where you want to go next year? My biggest, like my number one dream school right now is the University of Chicago. I'm hoping to go there and run track and field. Also, I might do a bit of theater and a bit of drama when I get there. I just, my biggest thing is that I want to learn, but not just to learn for self-gratification, but to learn to get a different perspective on life in general. That's amazing. If you could tell someone why to be a part of Extend Theater Arts, what they will gain from it, what would you like to say? The Brookstone Theater Arts Program is unique just because going to trips like that, like our New York trip, our Scotland trip, things like that, it's a once in a lifetime experience. And you don't really get the chance to do that anywhere else. And so I would just say, enjoy it and make the best of it because it's it's so unique. Thank you so much for sharing with us and we can't wait to watch you this year. Thank you. <laughs> So ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. What an amazing opportunity for all those involved. It truly was the experience of a lifetime. We look forward to another incredible year in the Brookstone Theater Arts, starting with the middle school musical, The Aristocats, and the one-act play, Peter and the Starcatchers, this fall. We're also looking forward to using this podcast to share other stories and hear other voices throughout the school year. I'm Avery Wolfe. Thank you for listening, and we want to remind all of our Brookstone Cougars to be the one.